1999, we got what many consider to be the first great 3D experience in the world of Pokemon with Pokemon Snap. It was this little game where you took pictures of Pokemon in their natural environments and got to see a little bit of a different side of Pokemon besides the typical everyday battling. Now, more than 20 years later, we are finally getting a sequel, just recently announced, New Pokemon Snap, where we can look at more than just the first generation of Pokemon in their habitats and with HD beautiful graphics. So we're gonna be talking about our wish list, what we wanna see from new Pokemon Snap, another exciting edition of A Cast of the Past where you can check out a new episode each and every Sunday. Joining me today, of course, Keith Hamilton from Hi. London, Ontario. Keith, what was your initial reaction when you heard about new Pokemon Snap? Well, at first I thought it was Pokemon Snap 2 until I was horribly corrected, but it's really exciting that this is happening. You know, I was one of those people that before this announcement thought to myself like, okay, Pokemon Go has this camera feature. That's probably good enough. That's probably all we're ever going to get. And I had kind of uh, just kind of settled with that. But no, they're actually doing it. They are doing a full console Pokemon Snap game coming out in the next couple of years. And that's it's really exciting. Yeah. So as of now, we really just have a trailer and it, you know, really showing off the beautiful H3 graphics. I mean, with this being centered around just being about taking pictures of Pokemon in their natural environment, they were able to probably get a little more detailed with the Pokemon. They don't have to do... I'm assuming we're not going to get the entire Pokedex in the game so they could take a little more time not. on the model. Just, so, like the, uh, just like the first game, what was it, like 60-something Pokemon in the first yeah. one? And, and hopefully we'll get more than that, but clearly the Pokemon in these beautiful HD graphics do look better than what we've seen from Sword and Shield, the most recent entry into the Pokemon series. Mm -hmm. um, granted, because it, it's a bit of a different game and you, like, like we expect, we may not see all 1,000 plus Pokemon at this point. So... We're going to go through a little bit of a wish list. We'll also do uh, a little bit of housekeeping with some other new Pokemon content. Yeah, because there's has been a out. lot of Pokemon news recently. There has Not been yeah, quite a bit. great, but there's been a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, in lieu of E3, I think that's why we're getting some of these announcements. So we'll cover, um, we'll take a little look at Pokemon Unite and, um, you know, also touch on the new DLC, the Isle of Armor, which I have not had a chance to play, but Keith has played through. So mm -hmm. he'll be enlightening me uh, on that experience as, you know, I played Sword and Come Shield. Come under the Pokemon learning tree. Yes. I have tales of armor to tell. <laughs> and I'm excited to hear about it because I kind of burnt myself out on Sword and Shield. I completed the Pokedex and then kind of lost all motivation. But there's new Pokemon that I, I haven't, you know, collected yet. So it, maybe Keith describing this will, will kind of pull me back in. But No pressure. Yeah. For those wondering... <laughs> Juan uh, is not joining us this week. 
Um, I'm going to say at the top of the episode, just so people are more clear on kind of, we have a little bit of a new format. We're going to be rotating two man shows for, you know, a couple weeks in a row. And then we go to a, you know, for some of our longer episodes, we're going to be going back to the three man crew. So we're regularly going to have the three man crew, but for some of our smaller episodes, we're going to be having a rotating kind of two man panel. And usually it's going to be topics that you know, the two individuals talking are going to be passionate about. We're talking about mm-hmm. Pokemon today. Like an example yeah. of Pokemon where both you and I love it and Juan could probably care less about those pocket monsters. So Precisely. It's... And the, those on the video version will see that all the Pokemon on the shelf behind me, you can clearly see. I, I, I have a Lugia on my desk. There you go. We both got Pokemon. So we'll, uh, we'll be talking about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I first want to go back to new Pokemon Snap. Again, the name's not great because if they ever want to make Pokemon Snap 3, what do you call it? New, new Pokemon Snap or whatever. Newer Pokemon Snap. Or it's like, oh, I want to play, you know, a mom goes to buy a kid something for Christmas. Oh, do I get Pokemon Snap 3 or do I get new Pokemon Snap? Well, this is the new one. Because it's Nintendo and they're kind of garbage at doing titles, like this isn't the first time they've gone to that well. They've made Mario Bro games after new Super Mario Bros, right? So... There, there, there's hope for Pokemon still. It's nope, true. Pokemon and it's Snap. interesting though because you know Nintendo and Pokemon obviously they have this partnership, but it's the like the Pokemon company is kind of the the actual you know Game Freak. It's really easy to forget that like Game Freak and Pokemon Company are not part of yeah, Nintendo, and yet they still decided on this name. I don't know if Nintendo <laughs> that was Nintendo's decision or whatever. I'm guessing it was Nintendo's decision, but Probably. normally it's like you know Game Freak kind of does their thing. Um, but anyway, let's get into just some of the things we want to see. So yeah. if, you know, given, you know, Pokemon Snap, there's an episode we talked about. You you can go back on the archives on either the audio or video version um, and hear us talk about Pokemon Snap. What I remember most about our discussion on Pokemon Snap was that it is the perfect rental game because you can beat this game in, you know, I want to say four hours. Um, you can get get through it without like 100%ing yeah, it or anything. when we did the episode, I beat it three times in like two days just to capture footage. There you go. So clearly it's a, uh, it was a pretty... F- you know, fast game, you could get through it pretty quickly. And, you know, of course, you could take a picture of every single Pokemon. But even then, um, you're still looking at 100% completion, maybe six hours, maybe, but like, I would say barely. Mm -hmm. Um, So given that that was kind of a small scope for that game, what do you want to see them do to kind of take it to the next level? Well, I think the way that games are built today, there's uh, opportunities for them to explore things like timed events and uh, certain things that might be like time exclusive that can help fix that problem of Pokemon Snap where even if it's just like the base game where you have like the river, the volcano, the mountain or whatever, what if they have these timed events? And this is kind of me getting into like my pie in the sky speculation thing that they probably aren't going to do, but I would love it. 
like what if they did timed events where like okay if you play between this week and this week you get to go to indigo plateau and then you get to take pictures in like indigo plateau and okay once that's over then it's like the mount silver event and then you get to do pokemon focused on like uh on the gold and silver area uh where they might not all be in the base game like it's kind of a way for them to incorporate pokemon like slowly add more pokemon into the game without having to have all thousand in there at once and that's what i would really like to see just really just kick the nostalgia button into full gear and create these like loving 3d versions support it beyond just the initial release and then, um, yeah, exactly. Export like support it beyond the release, and then support it in a way that you get to see all these areas in like high definition of these old Game Boy Pokemon games. Like, like I mentioned, Indigo Plateau. Even though we got like Lavender Town and the Ghost Tower in uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, what if they did like a high definition version of it, like a more detailed version where you can get Ghost Pokemon, you can go to the Lake of Rage, and then you can just explore all these different areas of the old Pokemon generations like very like sparingly and very like cherry picked that um, really just hits the nostalgia buttons like just feed the nostalgia needle into my veins and that's all I want out of Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap. What I'm kind of thinking of when you were describing this and and I do like where you're going with it Of course, we've been both playing a lot of it. It made me think of Animal Crossing, right? So, I kind of like your idea of what if they did introduce like a real world clock to it? It doesn't have to be like, oh, every, you know, every Monday at 630, you know. You can find a Lapras Yeah, you can find Lapras or Porygon or something. But what if that if you play the game at night, you're going to see different Pokemon than if you play the game during the day. Yeah. I, I would like to see things That'd like that. That'd be cool. Like if there's a cave level, you're more likely to find like Zubat at night or something like that. Yeah. So I would like to see, you know, it, like I said, it doesn't have to be complicated. It could be night and day similar to, you know, the Pokemon games themselves. Um, the normal RPGs, they do have um, in some games the the night and day effect where you can only get certain Pokemon at night, etc. So mm-hmm. that's one thing I would definitely love to see. Um, you know, other things on the wish list, which I think are pretty standard is give us more courses than the original game did give us more Pokemon than the original game did. And and I, you know, that's kind of the standard. I want to see yeah. a bigger scope. And it, like, even to take it a step further, instead of just giving us more Pokemon, my favorite part of the original Snap game was trying to figure out those puzzles that unlocked the Pokemon, like how you had to throw a apple at Charmeleon into a lava pit to get him to evolve into Charizard. Like, throw more of that in there just than instead of just giving more Pokemon to take pictures of. Like, make it more unique, make it more interactable, make it, like, fun little Easter eggs that maybe people don't figure out right away because there's, like, multiple layers to it. Like, that's the content that I want to see out of that game. Not just, like, Mm -hmm. a fun look-through drive-through experience where you get to take a couple pictures for sure 
Because, I mean, we had in the original Pokemon Snap, there was that kind of final quest you had to do where you had to take a picture of, like, the constellations or whatever, where there was, like, the... It was, like, the Doug Trio yeah. rock and stuff like yeah. that. And you had just... There was, like, the Mewtwo, like, constellation, things like that. That was kind of, like, one quest that they added. But if they had different, maybe, daily quests or something like that or a different thing every month where you had or different challenges i'm sure they could do like a tro a similar to like a trophy aspect or something yeah. along those lines um they they could definitely take that to the next level the one thing i just don't want to see is basically them doing the same amount of levels the same amount of pokemon and it's just got new generations in hd graphics because i do feel like sometimes when nintendo or you know pokemon they they do something you know, they bring something back or whatever. They just kind of do almost exactly what they did before, but it's just like a prettier version. They don't Pokemon really, Mystery Dungeon says hello. Yeah, they don't enhance <laughs> the scope and like take it to the next level like you would expect. Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of like Sword and Shield, right? Um, I do, you know, I do feel like Sword and Shield is a stepping stone game, but even though you know we, everyone was really hyped for that first console pokemon game and although the wild area is cool i don't feel like they took it to the next level you know it felt like an upgraded 3ds game so ryan let me tell you about the isle of armor on the All latest right. dlc from pokemon where they took the good parts of Pokemon Shield and very lightly expanded them. Now, the, like the first thing I'm going to say is that if you are going into this Isle of Armor for single player content, I think you're going to be disappointed, not because of what it is, mm -hmm. but because of how short it is. It's just like a five hour experience that you go around, you go through the Isle of Armor and then you're done. But the cool thing about it is, is that they took like the entire island is the wild area, which is or it's like its own wild area where no matter where you go, you're going to run into raid dens, you're going to run into different zones and the items and all of that. They've they did the thing that I think they needed to do with the DLC and expand the good parts, expand the wild area and just give you more of it with new Pokemon and new um, and like new things to do in the game. Like that's kind of the base um idea behind the isle of armor now if you like if you're deep in the weeds on pokemon i think you're gonna get a lot more out of the isle of armor than just a like short disappointing experience because well if you're a shiny hunter like yourself mm -hmm. well there's a bunch of new pokemon to shiny hunt and there's some good ones in there like scyther heracross and that's adds a whole new like a whole new layer to that being able to fill out a shiny dex and if you're into competitive pokemon like myself I, there was like a i had a hot minute with the vgc for a while there and um <laughs> it kind of got derailed from animal crossing which was probably for the best but it's 
it adds more, um, like it takes away more tediousness out of VGC, which I think is the best part of the Isle of Armor. Which they had already made strides to make more accessible beforehand, so even making further strides. Yeah, they did a lot in Pokemon Sword and Shield to the point where I didn't just look at like competitive Pokemon and say like, this is just like, I don't want to do this. This seems like a tedious nightmare. In Sword and Shield, they took like... They took strides in that, and now in the Isle of Armor, they took a few more strides. They um, added things like, oh, um, like, okay, let's get deep into the Pokemon weeds here. (laughs) So, in the base Sword and Shield game, in order to even, like, if you EV trained your Pokemon, and you screwed up, and you put some points where you didn't want to go, and EV... Yeah, you're done. You just might as well start over. And for those that don't know, EV points are like extra stats. So if you're doing something like competitive Pokemon, you want to make sure all your stats are in the right place. So now instead of having to like farm these berries and hope you get the right one and then needing like 40 of them to fix a Pokemon, now you can just use like... I think it's just one item that you get. It's not it's not an item you get a lot of, but you just it's it's this new candy that you get from Raid Den. So it's and then you can just wipe all your EVs, which makes it very very easy to um to retrain Pokémon and adjust on the fly. It did mm-hmm. that and then as you know there was a um there's a like a side app that came out earlier this year called Pokémon Home that lets you transfer all of the uh, Pokemon from your older games uh, into this new generation and gives it a place for them to live on your Nintendo Switch. Well, before the Isle of Armor, that's all they could do. They could live on your Switch and live in Pokemon Home. You can use them for some things. But if you had this like strong, competitive, ready Pokemon, it wasn't able to be used in this generation and the Sword and Shield games. Well, now you can. Say you have a, like, a, like myself, you have, like, a Tyranitar that you trained so up you couldn't in use that Sun and Moon. You couldn't? No, um, you couldn't use it before. It was only okay. locked to um, Pokemon that were bred in that generation. So now you can take it, you can like certify it, quote unquote, and then use these strong Pokemon that you've accumulated over the years in the new generation. So if you're into battling, that's a really cool thing. If they're within the Pokedex of Sword and Shield, right? Yeah, if, if they're within the Pokedex, if they're like allowed Which they have in expanded there. with this though, right? Yeah, and they've yeah. expanded. I think they added like a hundred and somewhere in the hundreds of new Pokemon in there and then there's more coming in the Crown Tundra coming out later this year. So there's a lot of opportunities to bring those old Pokemon that you had into this new generation. So I think that's really cool, but it creates this weird scenario with the Isle of Armor, which is kind of like how I want to wrap it up, is that the the more into Pokemon you are, the more you're going to get out of the DLC. It's not something that if you're just like very casual into the games, like you're going to get it, you're going to spend the whatever $20 on it, and then you're going to be done like that. Boom, you get your Urshifu in, in five hours and you're done. It's not worth a lot, but the deeper you go down the Pokemon well, that's when you get more out of it. That's when, like, having that um, that desire to complete the Pokedex or having that desire to train competitive Pokemon in battle, that's really the only reason to get 
the Isle of Armor, in my opinion, to just create more options from that. So, yeah, it's uh, for you and I, I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody that's not as deep into Pokemon, I would honestly say skip it and wait to see if, hey, they add a lot with the Crown Tundra and maybe get the expansion pass then. But just for what the Isle of Armor is now, it would be a pass for a casual person. Yeah. So it seems like it's something I might tackle at a later date. I'm not, I'm not really in a rush. I've kind of, I'm not like I go through phases with Pokemon where I'm like in a super hype mode about Pokemon for a bit. And then I kind of fall out of it. Right now I'm kind of in that like falling out period. So I'd probably the Are only you thing I'm Pokemon go at all these days. Um, quarantine has kind of killed that off for me. Yeah, um, that's fair. <laughs> you know, I still check in now and again, but it's really fallen off. I haven't stayed on top of it, even though they've made a lot of strides to be as quarantine friendly as possible. It's just, you know, I hatch my eggs and that's about it at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but I, at this point, I'd probably just want to play through this single player mode. You know, I know I, I've done a lot of shiny hunting in the past, but um, it's probably something I'm not ready to dive back into quite yet. So it might be something I, I kind of put on hold maybe until all yeah, the DLCs. For yourself, out. yeah, I would say yeah. maybe wait till closer to the Crown Tundra when you get the full package. Yeah, and it will be nice with... You know, I'm sure they'll they'll be adding more Pokemon then, as you said. So we'll see how far into the Pokedex they'll get to kind of getting as many back into the game as possible, because I know that was a huge complaint from a lot of people. But it is nice that you can finally bring in Pokemon from Pokemon Home that have been kind of just sitting rotting away for quite a bit. I still haven't even like I don't even know if I paid renewed my Pokemon bank to get them from bank to home. So they're in, you know, oh, you had a free month to do it. You oh, didn't did take I? advantage of it? I Dang. did not. So my my Pokemon are they're in what why can't I think of it? What like they're lim- in limbo? Limbo. That is the word <laughs> I was looking for. They are in limbo right now, so who knows? There's some I think most of my shinies are just on the games themselves, but I don't know. Some of them are floating in limbo. I got to go save them. <laughs> um, but lastly, we did want to touch on a another interesting announcement from uh, Pokemon with their... It was a Pokemon Direct, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, this uh, one had its own Direct, which yes. did not help it in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. And that is... The uh, the Pokemon MOBA known as Pokemon... Oh, that is not an image of it. Pokemon Unite. There it is. Uh, for those watching the video version. Uh, so, this is going to be a Pokemon MOBA. So, mm-hmm. you know, akin to something like League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm or Dota. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a little more casual friendly, although I don't know. But um, Yeah, it is mobile and Nintendo Switch. So, that kind of leans to yeah. more a casual, Definitely. like a casual play yeah, style. Yeah, since it won't be a PC MOBA, that'll be a little bit interesting. And I'm sure they will kind of change it up a little bit. I know there's been some other console MOBA style, MOBA style games um before that are um i forget the name of it but it was like a side smite uh smite is one and then there was like a side scrolling one that i I cannot think of the name but i used to play it um but either way there's definitely been some console mobile style games before um Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on this as someone who's probably 
have you been into MOBAs? Like, I, I don't remember if you got into I had, into that. like, a hot minute with League of Legends a few years ago, and then I just realized, like, it was my first moment in gaming where I realized, like, I'm just too old for this. Like, my hands <laughs> and my brain This game don't is too toxic for me. Fast. It's, oh, it's too oh, toxic. And the, and, oh, and you're like, oh, I get your reflexes. And yeah, everything. my reflexes just can't hang with what they need me to do in this game. So I kind of got out of it there, but... It seems very weird that they would go the MOBA route. Like, of course, Pokemon is on everything. So it makes sense that they are doing it from that. But just the whole execution of it, I think it was kind of um, it was kind of sent out to the pasture to die from an announcement standpoint because it was hyped up as like, oh, it's this own Pokemon Direct. It gets its own thing. And there's been a lot of speculation about, oh, maybe we're going to get things like Diamond and Pearl remakes. And the fact that it wasn't that already put a couple of notches against it. But my biggest worry with it, because it is a mobile game, because it's being done by companies that don't exactly have the best reputation when it comes to microtransactions and stuff like that. Like, that's my biggest worry about this game is that they're just going, it's going to be a quick cash grab for them to make a couple bucks on Pokemon's name. Like, even the the base game, I'm sure they're going to add more later, but there's only, like, what, 10 or so Pokemon that are announced as, like, playable for that, and that seems really low as a starter. Yeah. So that was kind of like a disappointment from the get-go of it, and then beyond that, yeah, it's just kind of like looking or, like, being cautious with microtransactions. Like, there's another um, notable Pokemon game that's not Go called Pokemon Masters, and that is a very gotcha-heavy style microtransaction game where if you want to be the best, they expect, like, no one ever was, they expect <laughs> you to put in, like, hundreds of dollars into it. I don't think we need another one of those, and I'm hoping it's not that so beyond all that stuff i'm i'm willing to see it for like what it is on its face value if they add more pokemon and if the game's fun then so be it but there's a lot of reserve that i'm certain that i'm sitting with for it yeah totally understandable and you know i I'm, i'm with you on all that for me personally I've just never been able to get into a MOBA. Uh, Like I said, aside from that side-scrolling one that I cannot think of the name to save my life, but... It'll come uh, to you later. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out later. But anyway, uh, you know, I've tried League of Legends for a hot second. And then I think the only one I played a decent amount and not a decent amount, maybe like, you know, 10 hours was uh, Heroes of the Storm. And I just, you know, I played it almost out of obligation more than anything else, really. I just <laughs> Because it's a Blizzard yeah, game. Because like other, yeah, because A, because it's a Blizzard game, B, because, you know, friends wanted to play, so I would play. But I was always ready to fall asleep. Like those games just, they, they do not do it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't expect even with the property of Pokemon. I don't think that, this one's going to do it for yeah, you that either. It's but. Gonna, that it's going to really sell me either. Um, but who knows? Maybe they could find a way to, you know, ca- the more casual friendly for this type of game is the better for me. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, if people rave about it, I'll check it out. But otherwise, um, I'm more than happy to to skip it. But yeah, that that pretty much wraps up all the Pokemon stuff we wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Cafe ma- came out. It sucks. That's all <laughs> we have to say about that. It, g- give me a two sentence breakdown of Cafe. Um, cool looking art, miserable gameplay where you stir things around in a circle. Okay. All right. All I needed to hear, but, um, make sure to let us know, um, you know, whether it be through, uh, our Twitter cast at a cast of the past or, uh, through our discord, which you can check out, uh, a cast to the past.com slash discord. We have tons of great conversations, on food video games wrestling all that good stuff make sure to uh you know keep the conversation going with us there of course you can always leave a comment in the comment section on youtube are you excited for pokemon snap i I am excited this is a game i've been waiting for for a while and like i said uh when we looked back at pokemon snap we're like there's been so many opportunities with the wii u and the switch and the 3ds that where where has this game been why did it take so long so it's long overdue and i i think it's it's super exciting um but yeah make sure to let us know in the comments or um through the channels i mentioned previously um what you're excited for in regards to new pokemon snap and what your thoughts on thoughts are on the new dlc with the isle of armor for sword and shield and of course pokemon unite so keep the conversation going through there yeah Um, until next time uh we'll see another exciting episode of a cast to the past i've never said past before this is my first time getting to say welcome to uh welcome to team past yeah team past feels good man yeah i want it back next week (laughs) I'll remember that. (laughs) 